You're listening to Church on the Path Inspiration Podcast. Brought to you by Holy Fire. And broadcasting from the heart of Brisbane City, Australia. Speaking today is Pastor Glenn Gerhauser. I have a short message on my heart. It's called The Storm and the Stillness. The Storm and the Stillness. And it's a prophetic message. I'll be sharing about what the Lord gave me in the beginning of 2022, the beginning of this year. And then I'll be sharing something that the Lord gave me this week, a prophetic word that he gave me this week. So it's entitled, The Storm and the Stillness. And we'll turn to Mark 6. And Fran, while you were out, we were just praising you for the amazing, amazing job you did last week. So Mark chapter 6, verse 35. Did I get it right? Or is it Mark 4, 35? Sometimes, because I'm preparing early in the morning. Yeah. Let me edit that. It's Mark chapter 4, verse 35. Mark 4, 35. You tend to make mistakes if it's like 5 in the morning, 2 in the morning. (laughs) So it's Mark chapter 4, verse 35. I'm going to pray, and then I'll lead you in a prayer. Father, our greatest desire is to see Jesus and to encounter Jesus, and to just get deeper and deeper in love with him. And we love your presence, Lord. And sometimes we don't know it's you coming to us. We think it's a ghost. We think it's something else. But Lord, come to us and bring bring your stillness to all the storms. And be glorified this morning in what I share, exactly what is needed needed the exact portion, not too much, not too little, just the exact portion, Lord, in your precious name, amen, amen, and you can put your hands on your hearts and pray this with me, dear Jesus, speak to my heart and change my life, in your precious name, amen, so I'm going to read two passages, Mark chapter 4, verse 35, and then I'll read uh, John 6, 16. So let me read this, Mark 4, 35. And I, would, I think that most of us would know this story. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? 
He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. And he said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. So we see here, Jesus is calming the storm. Now, before I get into these prophetic words, I want us to notice that Jesus is taking his disciples somewhere. Let us go over to the other side. And Jesus is always taking us somewhere. And he's taking his disciples somewhere. And it meant they had to leave the crowd behind. And they were with him in the boat. And the boat is a symbol of the church of fellowship, of being close together. We saw the, I don't have any visuals this week. Usually I have visuals. But tomorrow, I have visuals. You know, tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow, I've, now it's just word pictures. But tomorrow I have, uh, you know, visuals, and I've been working on that and enjoying that. And I'll be, un, it's going to be unlocking the song of songs. So we'll get started on that tomorrow night. But a few weeks ago, I showed you the boat the boat that they pulled up out of the Sea of Galilee. And uh, it was from 2,000 years, about the time of Jesus. It's called the Jesus boat or the Peter's boat. And it's very compact. So when 12 of them are in there, they are close together. They're shoulder to shoulder. They're in close fellowship. And the boat is a symbol of the church. And it's not the end. It's not the end of all things. It's an instrument, a vessel for the Lord to use to bring us somewhere. And what's critical is that Jesus is in the boat. But he's in the boat here, and he's sleeping. And what, we, what do we see? A furious squall came up. It's a, it's a storm. Here's this big storm. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. And notice the reaction of the disciples. Teacher, don't you care if we drown? Teacher, don't you care if we drown? So they're going through a storm, and the Lord's in there. but He's resting. He's sleeping. But the storm is affecting the disciples, and it looks like they're going to drown. And all of the water is coming into the boat, and the Lord lets that happen. Do you see that? The Lord is letting it happen. In the end, he says, where's your faith? Do you have no faith? He's testing them. This is a season in the church all across the world where he is testing his church, his people. And we're very much in this test. And when we're going through storms and when the waters are coming into the boat, we have a tendency to react just like this. this the disciples. We have a tendency to react just like the disciples, and uh, I feel like this too. Don't you care? So I'm not beyond this. You know, I've been pastor for all this time, but I'm not beyond this response. Don't you care? Because when we're going through things, we're thinking, does God care? And it seems like the boat is going to sink. And all over, there's pastors across the world that think their boats are going to sink. And it may be you're feeling that 
your life is going to sink. But the main thing is, is Jesus in the boat? Is Jesus in the boat? Well, he gets up. He gets up. They wake him up. This could be like prayer, you know, in prayer that you're waking up the Lord. And even the Psalms, it's like, how long, Lord? How long? And in prayer, it's like we're saying, Lord, come on, come on. Where's your promises? He gets up. Jesus gets up. He rebukes the wind and says to the waves, quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. And he says, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? And they said, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. So that's the first passage. Now I'm going to get into the prophetic message soon. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a few paragraphs here. Then, But this, this has to do with the heart of it. Now going to John 6.16. Here's another experience. John chapter 6, verse 16 And it's a very similar experience here, except this time Jesus is not first in the boat. When evening came, his disciples went down to the lake. This is Galilee here, where they got into a boat and set off across the lake for Capernaum. By now it was dark, and Jesus had not yet joined them. A strong wind was blowing and the waters grew rough. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus approaching the boat, walking on the water. And they were frightened. But he said to them, it is I, don't be afraid. Then they were willing to take him into the boat. And immediately the boat reached the shore where they were heading. So let me describe this some more. This is also in the other Gospels. And in the other Gospels, when Jesus is coming, they say, it's a ghost. So their mind is so accustomed to the storm and the trials that when Jesus is coming to them, they don't think it's Jesus because their mind is so accustomed to the stress of it all. That's how I read a report uh, on the brain this week from a science magazine saying they estimate that 70% of our thoughts are negative thoughts. Did you hear that? So nobody said, oh, because it's like, oh, yeah, I know that one to be true. (laughs) 70% of our thoughts, they are saying, this is from a science journal on how things work or a science magazine on how things work, and they were saying, about 70, uh, 70% of our thoughts are negative. So Jesus is coming to them to save them to come into the boat. He's walking on the water. More than that, like I said before, he's walking on the storm. That's the real miracle, because I can walk on water, too. All right? Yeah? See? See? I- I'm walking on the water. <laughs> it's a miracle, isn't it? <laughs> If you're at home, I sprinkled some water on the ground and walked on it. 
But he's walking on a, on a storm. He's a storm rider. He's walking on the storm, and it's not, he's not sinking. It's not sing, sinking him. So the storms we're going through in the world right now, it's not sinking Jesus. And he is on top of that. He's over and above it. And he's coming to the disciples in the storm. He's coming to them. He's approaching them, but their mind is so accustomed to the stress of it all, they think, now it's getting really bad. This is a ghost. This is some type of demon that's coming and wants to make things worse. And it's easy for us to get into that trap of thought that everything is worse and it's getting more worse rather than seeing Jesus. And we need to see Jesus in the storm. Are you hearing me? We need to see Jesus in the storm, and we need to see him approaching us in the storm. And our eyes need to get off the winds and the waves and onto Jesus. He's coming, and we need to accept him. And he says, it is I. Don't be afraid. Almost like what the Lord said to Moses, I am that I am. It is I. Don't be afraid. And both stories say, don't be afraid. Now, I don't know about you, but I have a tendency to be afraid. Some mornings I've been waking up and I've been anxious, you know, first thing in the morning. So I get into prayer and I find that when I'm in the presence of God, it calms my anxieties. And this is what the Lord says, don't be afraid. I want to point out another thing before I talk about these prophetic words. So here, they were willing to take him into the boat. And we need to be willing to take Jesus in. They were willing to take him into the boat. And then let's listen to this. And immediately the boat reached the shore where they were heading. He came in, and then they, they immediately got to the other side where they were meant to be. So when he comes, it transports us. It brings us to the other side. And it happens immediately, so much so that the disciples are, the sense here is that they're in wonder. Oh, we're at the other side already. We thought we weren't going to make it. We thought the boat was going to drown. We thought it was a ghost or some demon visiting us, but it was, it was the Lord. And now here we, we've taken him in and immediately we're on the other side. How are we going? Good? Uh, so now, I want to talk about a prophetic word that the Lord gave me at the beginning of 2022, and then this week I felt like I got part two, and it's based on much of what I've been sharing here. So I don't know if you remember early in the year, I was on the Sunshine Coast for my annual prayer retreat. And while I was there, the Weather Bureau issued a strong wind alert on the first day. This was in January. And soon there were dead branches strewn everywhere, and whatever was not secure blew away. And through the storm, the Lord came to me. Now, I don't just kind of make these things up, like, oh, I see a storm. Oh, that's the prophetic word. It was the word of the Lord came to me in the storm. And some of it, though, the 
the sand on the sea was so blowing, was blowing into my eyes, you know, through my glasses, and I was like, hardly could see, and everything's stirred up. And the Lord said to me, and I, I, I read this earlier this year, high wind alert. Strong winds have been blowing and will continue to blow. Seek shelter in me. Every branch in me that is not securely attached will be blown away. This season is all about drawing close to me. Through these winds, I am testing everyone's connection with me. Religion will not keep you safe. Zeal is not sufficient. Lots of activity will only make you weak. You need to find your satisfaction in me. I am the secret place of shelter. So this was the beginning. There's, there's more to this word, but this was the beginning to this word. And uh, there is a middle part. Uh, but I, I want us, I'm going to share the end part because this is, I'm just going through this to get to what the, what the Holy Spirit put on my heart this week, what he spoke to me this week. The third part of that prophetic word, that was January, and I felt to release it. Oh, I might have to read some of the second, second part. Let me see here. Right here. I'm just making sure I cover. Yeah, yeah, let me get to the third part. I'm just making sure I cover everything. So I felt an urgency. I, I received that word in January, January, and I usually weigh it up a bit. I always weigh, weigh up what I received from the Lord, sift it, make sure it's right. And then I felt an urgency to get it out. And I shared that word out on the different morning thoughts. And then immediately we had the flood. In, we immediately had the flood in Queensland, New South Wales, the winds were constantly blowing high. It wasn't just then. And all this stuff started to happen in the world. Lots of shakings, lots of things happened. And it was uh, quite a scary time. Of course, we were flooded out as a church. But all around, all over, you know, Queensland, New South Wales, there was a great shaking and all across the world, lots of shaking. And then one of the things that the Lord said is, I'm going to expose frauds and I'm going to expose uh, facades. And there was different Christian leaders, big ones, big ones known in uh, America and Australia, which were exposed all on the news. Uh, it just happened after that word. And I'll, I'll read to you the the. Next part. Now, this is not because of my word. It's just because this God knows what, what he's doing. God knows what he's doing. At the end of this word, the Lord said, Expect great many salvations. Make sure every hand is on deck. It was good to see you guys prophesy this morning because that means every hand is on deck. The body of Christ is working and growing, and that's how it should be. Make sure every hand is on deck. Each one in the body needs to work as a team in my fellowship. Expect to be carried wider and further than ever before. Those who listen to me will grow fast 
but those who don't listen will be blown away. For I am exposing all facades, fakers, and frauds. You cannot accept any hypocrisy within you. So that's, this is at the beginning of the year. And then it went on. Like an eagle in a storm, learn to harness the wind to go higher. Now you will see from my, my perspective, things will go well for those who listen. Remember Psalm 91. So there's more to that uh, message, and I, you, you can get it in my uh, notes. But that brings us up to just this week. And so the Lord was speaking to me about the storm and the, the winds. And then this week I received something which almost seems contradictory, but it's the other part, it's the other hand. And, and now that I read you the different foundational passages that the Lord had been speaking to me, I think it will make sense. So let me read to you now what the Lord put on my heart this week. I'm bringing a season of tranquility and rest to my people. A time when the sun will shine and the winds will subside. It's my purpose to bring growth and fruitfulness. The temperature and breeze have to be just right for the fruit to grow. But be warned, this is not a time to fall asleep and lose the harvest. Get out! Be a part of this great adventure with me. Bring in the harvest and find your rest and joy in me. Remember Jesus in the boat. First came the storm, then came the peace. Quickly they were transported to the place they were going. We read about that, John 6, 16 through 21. This is a time for miracles of transportation. These miracles come from my peace. They come when I rebuke the storm. We saw that in Mark 4, 39. Yes, I know what's going on in the world. I'm aware of the troubles, shakings, and storms. Remember, I am the same Jesus who rebuked the winds and calmed the waves. In the storm, the disciples cried, do you care? Mark 4, 35 through 41. Yes, I do care. And I'm rising to settle the storms. All around the world you will see peace in the place of perturbation. It means trouble. For I am calming the storm so that my harvest can grow. I'm settling hearts and minds with my shalom. Today and in this season, Jesus is commanding us to be quiet and still before him, to trust. That thing came out. What, who, who was prophesying? Trust, trust, trust. Yeah, this is a big thing that the Lord is saying. Trust, trust. Today and in this season, Jesus is commanding us to be quiet and still before him, to trust. So this is the word that the Lord has given me. I'm not saying here that there won't be any storms. I'm just saying what the Lord put on my heart. What the Lord is doing in this season is he's coming into the boat. And he is also in, you know, in the boat too. He's rising and he's rebuking the wind and 
the waves. The Lord is in the season, he's bringing peace to those who are willing. And I think also peace in different areas. Uh, what, what he spoke to me is different areas of the world where it seems like it's you know, hopeless. And the troubles and the turmoils and the storms are too much. He's going to be speaking peace and people are going to be amazed. How did that storm quiet down? And I'm also thinking about the nations and the tensions between the nations. This is what I felt that the Lord is doing, that he is at this time speaking peace and bringing quiet to the storms. So let's first allow the Lord to bring peace and stillness to our hearts, to come into our boat, boats, into our boat, to rise up and rebuke the wind and the waves, and to just come, and, and this, this, these miracles of transportation, I never thought about this too much lately, but as the word came to me, it was when, when Jesus comes into the boat, they were there already. What would, would seem like it was taking so long to happen. When Jesus came, they were there uh, immediately on the other side. So what is this all saying? We need Jesus and we need to receive him and just open up ourselves to him. I'm bringing a season of tranquility and rest to my people. But there's also that warning. Don't fall asleep and lose the harvest. Get out, be a part of this great adventure with me. Bring in the harvest and find your rest and joy in me. I'm speaking of prophecy. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about the Lord. I remember when I first got saved, some guy got up and he started to say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I was like, who is this guy saying I'm going to do this and that? You think he's God? I didn't know what prophecy was. I was just saved. I didn't realize the Lord was speaking through him. And then I got so offended. The audacity of this man to say, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. I didn't understand prophecy. So I, I know what it's like to not be saved. I know what it's like to come into church. And what is all this strange speaking I hear? <laughs> uh, do you care? And the Lord said, yes, I do care. And I'm rising to settle the storms. All around the world, you will see peace in the place of perturbation, in the place of trouble. For I am calming the storm so that my harvest can grow. Amen? So I'm going to pray. And what we're going to do now is I'd like us to target what we've been prophesying. I'd like us to get up and pray. I want to, for the sake of those who are at home, if you can come up, grab the mic, and just pray into what the Lord is saying. I'm also going to put the vision that uh, the Lord has given us up here and pray into the vision. So I want to encourage you to pray for you know, the, the, the lost, that they would come in to the kingdom. I uh, want to pray for Daniel and Diane and all the mission that they're doing. The JC soldiers, I want you to think of the different branches. Whatever you're doing, you can, you can pray for the Bible school, our church. Uh, please target the finances in prayer. Uh, I didn't take up the tithes and offerings, but uh, 
You can give your tithes and offering, offerings, brisbanefire.com. You could give online or here. There's an FPOS machine, and there's quite a need now. So thanks for mentioning that need. Lord, help. <laughs> so there's quite a need. Um, so the tithes and offerings, you can give that afterwards. But if we can, somebody could pray for that. And we'll go for, say, about 20 minutes of praying. And if you have anything at home, you can still prophesy and share scripture, whatever God gives you. We want it to be interactive. The only thing is I ask you to take the mic and come up here for the sake of the video. And if you're at home and you want to add something and pray out loud, uh, yeah, feel free. Feel free to unmute and do that. And I'll put everybody up on the big screen here. Hey, hey guys. Grace and Daniel and Diane and Donna, Joy, Ben and Sandra and Joshua, Davina, Kat. God bless you guys. Oh, I got a haircut. <laughs> And I'm just going to pray in a second, but when I got this haircut, I came into the car, and Valerie said, oh, Dad, what happened to you? <laughs> That's a bad haircut. <laughs> but I hope it's looking better now. <laughs> but uh, it'll grow, it'll grow back. <laughs> Father, we want to thank you for your word. You are the God over the storm. Jesus, you walk on the water. And you bring peace and tranquility in the midst of the storm. You bring peace and you speak to the storm and you say, quiet, be still. Lord, we see that through your word. By you saying, be quiet, be still, the storm was calm. And we also see that by your presence, in John, you came, you said, it is I, do not be afraid. And you came into the boat, and it was your presence that calmed the storm. We thank you for those two great gifts you have given, your word and your presence. Because your word and your presence, they calm the storm. It is you who calms the storm. And as we have shared this word, I pray all across our nation, and the world, you would rise up and calm the storm. And that you would come to people in the storm too and reveal yourself, manifest your glory and say, it is I, do not be afraid. Come into many boats. Save many churches at this time. Bring a great peace to your disciples. And Lord, we just want to pray into the vision you have given us and to, into the different ministries. This is an interactive time, and I'm asking that your spirit of prayer would move upon us in this time. In the mighty name of Jesus.